0: Welcome to It's Still Happening, the only podcast created to inspire and support women who are the first in their families to break generational patterns, raise the bar, and create the life you desire and deserve through ancestral healing. I'm your host, Ash Johns. I'm an author, guide, and creative. And what I know for sure is we all have generational debris and generational superpowers within us that impact who we are, how we show up, and the quality of our lives. It's my hope that you both clear and connect with yours, experience the transformation that naturally flows as a result, and step into your power and leadership as a creational woman modeling what's possible when we heal and grow from our roots. If you've always felt called to walk your own path in life and are ready to create a ripple effect in your world, you're in perfect company. And if you've been desiring to break barriers and know that the past, present, and future are always intertwined, you found this podcast in divine timing. This is your invitation to pull up a chair and get out your notebook as I teach lessons learned and insights emerging from walking my own path of freedom. I hope to inspire you to do the same. Let's get into today's episode. Hello. Welcome back to the show. If this is your first time listening to me on It's Still Happening, I'm Ash Johns. Welcome, welcome, welcome. All right, y'all. So I'm getting ready to head out to the Elevating Woman Retreat. I'm just two days out um, from flying into Baja California sir. I'm so excited to see these ladies in person. Everyone who said yes to this retreat is just in for such a treat. And some of these ladies, shout out to y'all, I've known for, let's see, 1922 20, 21, like five years, five years. And we've never met in person. Some have been on my email list since <laughs> who knows when. And a few of you are brand, brand new, like newer, like a couple months, but either way, this is just gonna be such a delight to meet in person together. Oh, I can feel it in my heart, getting a little, getting a little teary-eyed. <laughs> it's so special. It is so special to connect with someone over the internet in whatever capacity and choose to book flights, make arrangements, clear and adjust schedules and calendars to come and connect in person. In person, in the flesh, to hug, to look eye to eye, to breathe the same air at the same time, to break bread, to smile, to feel the actual in-person imminence, essence of a person i'm just so excited like i'm so excited so excited that i'm already starting to plan the next retreat so if you're not already on my email list i suggest that you get on it if you're like you know what i'm vibing with this girl this year's elevating retreat was not for me but when she offers something else i want to be ready get on my email list So I spent the last few days really being meticulous with my calendar, with my energy, with my time so that I can move effortlessly, smoothly, easefully, and balance energy to complete the things that I need to complete because I'm going to be gone for essentially like 10 days plus. And you guys know I have Ziggy in my life. I'm running this business and revitalizing it and reviving it. I've got two other business ventures, one of which is a family business, the other of which is a brick and mortar for myself here in North Carolina, or rather the community. I'm just birthing it. And um, I'm in relationship. (laughs) So there's a lot going on. And uh, I'm so proud of the way I have taken my time to take care of myself and my responsibilities and my duties and my desires as I've been preparing for this really big trip. Really big trip. Some of the things that I've always known that you should do, like what's my to-do list? Let me follow through, let me take care of myself. Like we know that in theory, but I truly believe that preparation for the Elevating Woman Retreat has been the top-notch best example of balancing both work and care, community and self, relationship to other and relationship to self, Nurturing an animal baby, <laughs> nurturing my inner child, like complete balance. There has been no point in this experience in preparation where I felt like I've abandoned myself, where I've overworked, where I've, you know, overrested, which is a thing. anything else and I'm so grateful that both my masculine and feminine energies inside of myself my higher self my relationship to God and my guides my relationship to my system of support I've been pouring into that you know I've been taking care of these relationships in a way that unconsciously subconsciously I'm so in tune with my field I can adjust in the moment I can sense what is needed in order to stay in balance. And I promise you guys, some of you know, I've been recovering from adrenal fatigue, like actual burnout. And it's, it's so, it's literally so weird to talk about it. I'm going to do a whole episode. It's so weird to admit that like full on because it's like, how, like, how was I burnt out? Like none of the typical lifestyle or demands of career or, you know, none of those things were in place that created this burnout, which is why I'm going to dedicate a whole episode to speaking about it. And we'll drop a little tidbits here in this episode, but to be able to do as much as I've been doing and still feel fortified in my body, in my energy body, in my spirit body, in my mental body, and absolutely in my emotional body, I am incredibly proud incredibly, incredibly proud. And so this reflection really feeds wonderfully into today's topic. Right intentions, wrong choices and actions. How to illuminate, not just identify, but really illuminate and see all the little parts of a thing. How to illuminate and overcome the sabotaging behaviors you perpetuate. I think it's right time that we talk about this. Okay. So you guys know I love to have some stories. You guys know I love to teach by living, and I love storytelling. And so I'm going to I'm gonna share with you guys an experience that happened. I was on a call with a client, which I will call them Michelle, for the sake of their identity and respecting her journey and process and our relationship. And I was on a call with, quote unquote, Michelle, which, by the way, she's married and has been married for a number of years. She's a mom of three. She has no hired help right and she's running a six-figure business in the suburbs of a major like metropolitan city okay so this is a woman who used to work in like high fashion very well connected and we just finished talking about her triumphs and tripwires for the week just like since i spoke to you last what's happened what are you proud of what are you grateful for what could have been better what slipped you up you know, just self-awareness, reflecting, talking, getting into her energy field, into the, you know, into the session, and we were starting to move into setting intentions that I could help hold her accountable to, that she feels empowered to be responsible for, um, and also just to hold her high and aligning to a lifestyle and expression that truly is what her soul desires and and agreed to. And what her calling is, you know? And so we'll talk a little bit more about that as we go forward. But in this conversation with Michelle, she was sharing how, you know, a week ago, she felt obligated to go to her mother's social event. You know, her mom's a little bit of a socialite. So she's like, I got to go and support my mom. She got these tickets. I have to go. This is what my mom expects of me, you know, so on and so forth. Then she's like, I really push myself to show up for my husband in this way He deserves it. He needs it. I promised him that I would be, you know, more boundaried with my time. So I'd have time for him after we put down the kids. And then she went on to say, and I also promised my kids this. And so I had to drive this one here and then take this one here. And, you know, we're just getting back to school. So we have to do this. And then she also talked about a good girlfriend of hers who invited her to an event that she also needed to not only have a phone call about and spend time with that friend, but then also show up. And so we were going through all of this, and she was just saying, like, there's just not enough time. I don't have the help that I need to. I'm also still dedicated to my fitness, and I'm going to go hit my CrossFit. I'm hitting my numbers. And I was like, that's so amazing. Like, I love that as a woman, the feminine head of your household, right? The nurturer, the mother, the queen, all the different archetypes, if you want to look at it that way, you're showing up for all these people in all these different ways, and yet this particular client's complaint was like, I'm so burnt out. Like I'm doing it all. I'm really tired. I'm frazzled. I'm doing all the right things. And my husband appreciates it. My kids are mostly happy. My friendships are incredible. My mom's relationship is, you know, you know, coming and going, but I just don't feel like I'm giving enough to myself. Like I'm feeling burnt out. I'm feeling pulled. Something has to give, even though my life looks great, you know? And I was like, I think that's so interesting because you've been saying this for a little bit. Like this is literally why we stepped into container together to hold you to creating space and holding that space, you know? And so as we had just had a conversation of her saying, you know, I'm going to do better around this and I'm going to manage my time in this way and I'm going to say no about this and I'm not going to overbook myself and I'm not going to go to the events and I'm no longer going to do this thing. She literally turned around and did the exact same damn thing. (laughs) and she didn't even realize it like it was in the same breath that she literally said i'm not going to do this and then turn around and shared her week with me telling me that she had just did what she said she's not going to do and then set the intentions again to say i'm not going to do that for the upcoming year so i was like okay we got a little bit of feedback loop we got a a pattern going on in here that is depleting you you know as much as you can say externally my marriage looks like this. My children are happy and well-liked and can go to all the social events and I'm connected in my network and I'm known as this person. Energetically and in her concept of self, she is depleting herself. She's burnt out. She is unfulfilled because her own essence isn't honored. Her own essence isn't radiating, you know? And she just didn't realize it. Like, just straight up. And when I pointed it out to her, she went straight into justifying, justifying. I can't cancel this with my mom. I'm trying to repair a relationship. I can't let my kids down. I can't let my husband down, blah, 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 blah. And I had a moment of really recognizing that this is the silent killer of feminine expression, of being a whole embodied creational woman. Starting with yourself, like loving and protecting and centering yourself, this is where it gets thrown off because we identify so much with how we show up for other people and who we are and all these different actions and behaviors that create the life that we want and that we're responsible for. And yet there's not much space to truly tend to your own energy, right? And here's the piece. In her mind, she's like, Well, I I did my workouts. I did my CrossFit. I made my meals. I did meditation. I did some breath work. I journaled. That's my me time. And I'm like, "Mm." But the way that you're showing up and what you're complaining about shows me that that me time, quote unquote, is not actually registering. It's not counting. It's literally you checking the box just to keep gas in the car, like topping up, you know, right when you're on fumes. This is not moving you into a space of radiance, overflow, magnetism, like completely in your body, aware, turned on, and not turned on as in sensuality and sex, but like turned on in your energy where you can feel. That's the only way I can describe it. Like I can feel when myself or a client is in her body, in her field, owning her auric space, if you will, in a way where She's taking care of herself through these actions and checkpoints, but there's an internal maintenance, an internal energy clearance capacity, you know, I just have to use all these other words to describe it, that she's not tending to. And while it might mean in our minds that if I lay down and rest for this afternoon and I'm not talking to anyone or I'm not running errands or I'm not going out on an event, therefore my energy you know, replenishes, which is true, but there's also an act of tuning into and clearing and cultivating and circulating your own energy that is replenishing, that amplifies you as a woman so that you're not in your doing, you're more in your being, right? And so I know that right now if we're still on this huge movement, which is a necessary movement. You know, all the coaches, all the teachers, all the mentors are screaming slash preaching at you to have more boundaries, right? Like anyone else with this particular client would have been like, "Okay, you need to have boundaries. You need to say yeah, no. We need to prioritize, you know, you time and quiet walks and going to the spa and telling your husband he has to help or, you know, setting your money goals in your business and in your with your husband's finances to have the cash to hire a helper so that you can, right? Like all these steps, which is nothing wrong with that right i just see that as like the beginning parts of this journey right the beginning parts of being a balanced whole creational embodied woman is like let me get strategic and let me put together systems right strategic systems very much so in the masculine what are the steps that need to be put in place that can help me but and if you've been practicing boundaries to a certain extent you know this person has said no to her mom at times she has turned down things at times right in this example not as much but like she is a coach this is a woman who literally is accomplished she has helped clients from the global fashion brands and houses get results so it's not like she doesn't know this stuff so if you know about boundaries and you know about systems and steps in order to create an ecosystem to support you and that's still not working We know that there's deeper work that needs to be done. And to me, as I've started to say, this is not about strategy, it's about your energy, right? This was not about needing to say no and boundaries so much. This is about, hmm, something about me, my past, my lineage, what what mothering, what wifing means to me is still associated with the energetics of martyrdom, with self-abandonment, with good girl, with pleasing, like all the labels, right? And again, she's also done that work. <laughs> so it's not even about the practical application as much right now. And it's not about the diagnosis of labels and being able to understand why and where it came from, because she's done both of those things. At this point, it's about energetic reattunement, energetic clearing, energetic healing, energetic elevation. Just attuning your energy to a totally different frequency so that you can show up in these new actions, so that you can show up in the expression of a new archetype, a new template in your family through your life, right? And so this is where I'm talking about how so many of my clients, including myself, (laughs) we're the blueprints, We are going into our lineages, we are going into the higher planes of our existence and remembering what we said we wanted to do and reclaiming the life that we long to really live and design in this lifetime. And we knew that as kids, we know it in our souls, we know it in our hearts, we just need the space to dive into it and like bring it to the forefront and step into our authority and our sovereignty with it and own it, like truly own it. Right? So in some ways I would even say setting boundaries was too far for her. Like you can set the boundaries all day and say you're going to operate in a new system, but if you're not recoded energetically in your field, in your mind, in your essence, in like literally the cells of your body, the energy field that makes you up, you know? Like if that's not in this new frequency of I don't extend myself beyond this, you're going to keep it in your mental gate and the mind is wonkers, right? We call it the monkey mind for a reason. We can tell our mind, hey, look out for this. And if we see this, we don't do this. Or if we see this, we do do this. But when it comes to emotions and cultural programming and pressures and other people's needs, our minds will completely bypass that agreement and revert back to its oldest, most safest, most known, most comfortable Programming, which in this case is self-abandonment and martyrdom, right? So the first thing she needed to do was to recognize when she was doing this behavior and being less than the clear, powerful, self-loving woman she's called to be and she desires to be. In that moment when she realizes it, I was guiding her to tune into her energy. What is your mind? What is your field? What is your heart? attuned to and in this we uncovered so many incredible things like so 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 many incredible things she's just like I will I can feel in my body that showing up to perform is most important like if I can keep performing if I can keep giving if I can keep this hamster wheel going I'll I'll be okay you know but when we went deeper right go deeper than that, her heart was like, no, you're here to break that pattern and cultivate the slow mama, slow living, communal farmhouse, you know, kind of vibe where it's not about go, 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 give, give, giving. It's about just being and teaching your kids and being present with your husband, less money, but more life is almost how we would describe it. So we started recoding her to that and we did some ancestral work to bring her ancestors on board to remembering that template because there was like generations of women who were like, that doesn't work anymore. That's unacceptable. That is unavailable for us. That was taken away from us. That was stolen from us. That was ripped from us, like all the storylines. And for them to get on board with believing that that's possible was like a whole journey in and of itself. And I think that that's, you know, actually not, I think, I know that that is the part of this work that I truly appreciate and love, and also need to start teaching you guys to do on your own and also training. (laughs) We are going to train some, I'm going to call you guys ancestral freedom consultants or coaches or guides, whatever, we'll figure out the actual name. Because ancestral healing and doing this intergenerational work in your lineage isn't just about you and your efforts. And it's not just about remembering and seeing what happened in your lineage or asking your ancestors for advice. It's truly about clearing, up-leveling, restoring, repairing the energetics up and down an entire lineage, right? There is a reclamation for your people to believe in the dreams that were lost and the lifestyle that is most abundant to y'all and especially you in this lifetime and those who come after you, right? So I know a lot of times we have the right intentions when it comes to how we're showing up in our families, in our relationships, with our children, in our businesses, the obligations we have to serve, guide, teach, fulfill, produce, so on and so forth. But our choices and actions around that are oftentimes the antithesis of what you're actually here to birth, the example you're here to set, um, the blueprint you're here to leave, like be and then leave behind, you know? And I think it's so interesting. I want to like leave us on this final point is that the motivator for all of those wrong choices and actions that were really depleting her, or even in my case, depleting me, because let me tell you guys, like me burning out was truly not a like doing physically because like obviously I don't have a very physically training job and I don't do a lot of running around. You know, I'm actually very chill, a home body. I go out in nature. I only go out for like very wholesome, deep, connective, you know, experiences with people. The doing was in my mind overthinking, over strategizing, over managing, being the bottleneck in my business even though I had a business manager, even though I had assistants and consultants and people working with me as a team, and also holding so much of my clients' energy myself and not being as energetically clean with separating, right, from client work as I could have earlier on. Not so much in the last few years, but earlier on that was like building up and I hadn't realized it and I think it compounded over time. So These wrong choices and actions in my example that led to my physical burnout and in this case with Michelle and her feeling very scattered and all over the place and not able to finish her sentences and like just kind of berserking out, you know what I mean? And shout out to her because it's just like so cute when she's like moving through all these things but also so amazing to see her move through this work. The intention here was rightful. It's like I want to run an incredible healing business that impacts our our world, right? So my overthinking, my overcaring, my holding the energy for my clients longer than I should have, you know, was from a good place, but the choice was actually eroding the desire, right? Like the choice and the way that I went about doing it and my motivation to do it that way was in opposition of the bigger picture. It's like saying I can't even give a really good example. Like the examples are the examples right now. (laughs) But I even see it with Michelle. She's like, I'm going, 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 doing, 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 showing up for all my obligations because I want to be a great wife, because I want to restore my relationship with my mom and be a great daughter, because I want to be connected in my community and give back as much as they've given back to me. Like I want to be a great mother. Like I want my children to have a present mom in a way that my mom was not present with me. Like the intention is rightful. But the way that we've been programmed to do that is not. So stopping that hamster wheel, stopping that cycle, and seeing that you can get the exact same outcome that is aligned with your calling and your desires by being the seemingly opposite thing you should be or doing the opposite things you should do. It's like counterintuitive. Here's an example. I know I use this when I'm helping people with dating and relationships. It's like you're really into this guy, and your instincts, which is really wound and fear and programming and trauma, right? And insecurity and unworthiness, will have you chasing and reaching out to this guy and being like, Well, I'm not chasing him. I'm just letting him know I really like the date. I'm not like going after him. I'm just expressing how much I enjoyed myself. And it's like, I'm just reaching out because it feels good. And I'm like, Right. But underneath that is this wound, is this sabotage, is this I'm unworthy, is this fear of abandonment, right? And so your actions fueled by all these unseen wounds, all these like ancestral and cultural and personal programming has you behaving in a way to get the outcome that is actually going to push the person away and further depletes you right? So you're reaching out to the guy. He's like, oh my God, I haven't even had a chance to miss her. Like she's now pursuing me. She's giving to me. She's doing, doing, doing where I didn't even have the space and the time to give to her, do her, process the date for myself. Cause let's be honest, men, they think, and they process things different than us ladies. And so we gave them no space. And so then you wonder why he hasn't called or he hasn't pursued, but it's because we took up the space. We did not stay with ourselves honor ourselves trust this process right and be just be instead of do anyway two great examples my personal example of how I got to burnout which again I'm going to dedicate an entire episode to that because there's so much I want to reveal there's so much I learned like so much it's such I'm really grateful that I had that experience because it's such an element um I don't know not just an illumination but an initiation so we're gonna be talking about that and for all of the mamas, married ladies, and business owners out there, like everything that I'm going to be teaching about over these next couple weeks, and talking about on this podcast is for you. You know, and even if you're single and you're, you know, starting a business or transitioning out of corporate <laughs> and you only have a dog baby like me, it's also going to be beneficial for you. But here's what's coming up. The reason why I'm talking about this, how we abandon ourselves, how we sabotage ourselves, how we have the right intentions, but we do the wrong actions and choices is because I feel, especially in this Venus retrograde, that's just a few more weeks to go. We're in Mercury retrograde. We've got all these different retrogrades, all these different planetary things going on, and also just the energy of 2023. I keep saying, if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen this, now is the time. Like Spirit has said, now is the time. To be clearing the lands, clearing and setting up new foundations like reevaluating, reassessing, rebuilding, restructuring, redesigning, recreating our lives, ladies, for next level expression, for next level existence. And it's not about the strategy. It is not about logic. It is not about our heads. It is coming into the vulnerability, our femininity our joy, our pleasure, our energy body, right? So that's what's coming up. That's what I'm teaching on. That's what I'm talking about. That's the vibe. (laughs) So I want to leave you with two things from this episode. One, can you see and recognize and even illuminate and identify, right? All the verbs, areas in your life, where your actions and behaviors are actually creating an experience that you do not desire and you don't realize it but you're about to realize it now ask yourself if you're going after a goal or you want a particular experience in your life are my efforts supporting that or are they actually in opposition of it And I've given you, again, two examples. I wanted to be that great boss and have this incredible business and really hold space for incredible women, which I did. And by doing so, I was an example of what it's like to abandon yourself, which is the opposite of what this work is all about. So I was out of congruency. I was incongruent, right, out of integrity. In this case, Michelle really wants to be a great mom, great wife, great daughter, great businesswoman. She's not being great if she is not being in her whole energy body, being her authentic self, centering her needs, taking care of her energy body and leading from that space. All right. So I want you to look at your behaviors and I'll tell you now, see if you can identify part two, do you catch yourself when you're justifying your actions? When you're like, well, this is what I was taught. This is what it's done. This is what everyone on Instagram is doing. This is what's required of me. This is what my job says. Um, This is what my boss says. This is what my kids require. Well, I have these bills to pay. You mean to tell me behaving in the same way, leaving yourself behind, being energetically, emotionally, and spiritually depleted, even though you don't realize it, that's the only way? Is that really what we want to believe? I definitely don't. And if you do believe that and you're like, Ash, I need you to walk me through this, I want to learn more, then definitely check out the show notes and get on this list for my upcoming workshop. It's actually an audit. I'm not even calling it a workshop. This is called the Ease and Expansion Audit. We are going to go through every area of your life and look at what you desire And what are you actually doing and how are you actually being that's either for or against what you want to create in your life? All right. So we're talking relationship. We're talking money. We're talking health. We're talking relationships with other people, not just your intimate partner or the desire for an intimate partner, all the things, your home, so on and so forth. So if you want to start exploring this with me, check out the link in the show notes. It's going to have everything you need to know to sign up for this upcoming event And this is first notice, all right? We've got two weeks until this event shows up. So it's plenty of time to put it on your calendar and get excited. And it's it's right time. You know, you guys who've been around for a little bit know that fall is my most favorite time of year. It really is. I love that it's that perfect space of the death and rebirth. What we do in the fall, especially coming into October, but we start doing the work here in September. We get so clear, like so clear naturally, what is dying off and what am I getting ready to seed in the darkness through this winter for next year? And all of 2023, we've been doing this work. All of the planetary alignments and transits and astrology has been supporting it. And now we get to really parse through it with more meticulous eyes as we step into fall. So I'm hoping that this episode has really ministered to you. I'm sending you so much love wherever you are. If you have great intentions and love for me and what I'm doing, send us your prayers and blessings as we step into the Elevating Woman Retreat. I can't wait to share all the behind the scenes of what we do there. There's just, it's just rich and right. Um, So send us lots of love that we travel safely, that everyone gets exactly what we need, that we can come through and share the overflow of the blessings from this retreat with you guys as my community. Yeah. And that we come back and we return to our homes safely. All right. Whatever you do today and this week, do it with courage and compassion. If you love this episode, leave a rating, a review, share it on social media, tag me. I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you. Lots of love. Bye. That's a wrap for this episode of It's Still Happening. Thank you for listening in and being a part of my journey. It means so much to me. Here's what's next. I'd love to know what you got out of this episode, so leave a review about it before you go. And afterwards, make sure that you rate, subscribe if you aren't already, and share this podcast on social media. You can find me on Instagram at ashinspires. And if you'd like to connect on a deeper level, check out my website and hop on my email list. All the links you need are in the show notes. Until next time, may you continue walking your unique path of freedom with conviction, courage, and compassion. I'm sending you love wherever you are.